0: Good morning. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. Thank you for being here. It's an exciting Sunday. <laughs> got lots of announcements. Got lots happening in December. But first, um, first we have actually it's happening this uh, in November. We have Keith Hershey coming yes he to speak um, on Sunday morning on the twenty seventh, November twenty seventh, which is the weekend after Thanksgiving. So we'll probably be all rolling in. <laughs> well I guess not everyone just me then (laughs) I always love Thanksgiving (laughs) but he will be here November 27th he will speak that morning he has he's a great missionary he actually has just come back from Lebanon after many years of not being able to go so he will be he will be we will be definitely be blessed it will be an exciting morning so I encourage you to attend he will definitely be fired up (laughs) is everybody awake (laughs) there you go (laughs) save the date Christmas dinner I know we have been announcing will be Friday December 2nd at 6.30 will be a catered dinner tickets will go on sale for $25 and they will go on sale on November 16th so, make sure, remember, the 16th. Not today, the 16th. <laughs> Ladies or gentlemen, if you are interested, as we have been doing this past few years, hosting a table where you decorate the table and host, we will be doing signups today after service. You can uh, see me or Miss Angelica, and we can answer any questions. But if you are interested in hosting a table, you could see us after service. <laughs> Ladies, also another save the date, <laughs> and remember we do have our digital bulletin on the church center app, so you can refer back later. <laughs> Ladies, we will have our uh, our Christmas morning breakfast. It will be Saturday, December sec, uh, December 10th, December 10th, December 10th. Sorry, I haven't had all my coffee this morning. <laughs> I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, obviously. <laughs> So, ladies, our Christmas breakfast will be Saturday, December 10th. Look out for future announcements as we give out more details and look out on the digital bulletin. (laughs) Also, save the date, (laughs) lots of things, fun things happening. We are going to be doing a kids' production called The Throne. It will be on Sunday, December 18th. And look out also for more details on that in future announcements. But if you serve in kids or your teachers, Ms. Pan would love for you to participate. In the production, she will be doing a meeting two day after service right here in the main. So if you're interested, in, and if you're not in kids but still would like to help, we encourage that, of course. We would love for you to stay, get all the information. She will go over all the help she needs. She'll be going over the production. It's an amazing production that she has ideas for. And of course, we need your help. <laughs> so that is called The Throne. It will be Sunday, December 18th. And if you're interested in helping, volunteering, serving, or playing a role, you can meet right here after service in the main. So lots happening in December. Remember, you can go on the Church Center app to refer to uh, back to all these events. But that's it for announcements today. I wish everyone an amazing Sunday. And junior high and senior and high school, you are dismissed.
1: <laughs> well, there might not be a lot of things happening in November except for Thanksgiving, but there's a lot happening in December. Amen. And so uh, you just got to get ready for a lot of things there. And uh, glory to God. Um, I'm excited about having Keith come. He hasn't been here in a while. And, uh, you know, he used to come. That's when he always came. You know, we had him for many years. Every year, he would come right after Thanksgiving, and that's because his mom lived up in Sacramento, so he'd go up there for Thanksgiving then come down here on his way home to preach, so it was good. It worked out well, but uh, this time, you know, his mom's gone on to be with the Lord, so hallelujah, glory to God, amen. We just thank God for Him coming. It's going to be a blessing. It really is. It's going to be good things. God's doing good things, supernatural things. Isn't that? Amen? Hallelujah. Well, you know, if you have your Bibles, go to James if you're with me. Then we're going to pray. We're just going to pray. And we're going to speak words of faith here. Hallelujah. And we're speaking words of faith over Laura here. She, you know, missed the chair to fill it in her wrist here. So we're believing. Hallelujah. That wrist is healed and whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're not going to let the devil steal our joy. We're not going to let the devil steal her joy. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. God is good. So let's pray. Father, we honor you today. We just thank you for today. Thank you for your amazing grace, and thank you for your word that works. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. That Jesus, you are the healer, and so we thank you for touching and just healing her wrist, Father God. Hallelujah. You know, and Lord, we just we honor you and love you. That's all we can do and trust you and trust you in your grace and your mercy. And Father, thank you for this time, for this moment, for this hour, hallelujah, for what we have and what we can share from our hearts. Lord, thank you for the holy written word of God. That as we look to your word, it brings life to us. It brings life to us. And so, Father, I thank you for that. It brings life. It brings health. Hallelujah. We thank you for the word of God. And now, Lord, I just thank you for each and every person. We have a heart to hear. And then we have ears to hear, too, Lord. Hallelujah. And we're receptive to all that you have for us. Thank you for that, Father. Father, you're so wonderful. And we honor you for it. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. James chapter 2, verse uh, 12, and then I'm going to go back to James chapter 1 and verse 25. I'm going to read it out of the King James, and I'm going to read it out of uh, uh, the New Living, and uh, just because I want you to get some things here. Hallelujah. James chapter uh, 2 and verse 12 says, out of the King James says, So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Verse 25 of chapter 1 says, But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, uh, being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Amen. Let me read this out of the verse 12, uh, chapter 2 out of the New Living. It says, So whatever you say, And whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. Amen. And now here's verse 25 out of the New Living Translation. But if you'll look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad for the word of God? Aren't you glad that when we answer Now, anytime you hear the word judge, everybody gets nervous. You know, they get really nervous about judge, judgment, all those kind of things there. And uh, and yet, God said that if we'll judge ourselves, we won't be judged. Do you know that's why everybody gets nervous, because we don't have a really good opportunity of judging ourselves? Thank you for your overwhelming response. Hallelujah, nobody likes to take inventory. Amen. Nobody wants to put themselves out there, but you know, when you judge yourself, which simply means you've got to judge your motives, you've got to judge your acts, you've got to see uh, what's going on with you. But I want to do that on the other side of the coin here, when it says we're going to get judged by the perfect law of liberty, or the law that sets us free, but you know, we're going to get judged to whether or not we've been blessed, or whether or not we've done what the Word of God says to do. Amen. So if you ever judge yourself and say, man, am I as blessed as I should be? Obviously, you haven't. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you haven't seen, you know, you know and I know none of y- all you guys are all sanctified. You don't play the lotto, but probably 80% of you do. But the key is, if you do win, praise God, it's okay. We love you. Come on down. Pay your tithe. <laughs> you know, it's $1.9 billion. Billion would it be, you know? And you're thinking to yourself, wow, a dollar. I could spend a dollar, <laughs> you know? And uh, one of the reasons I say it is because many times we have this tendency as Christians, we judge ourselves by all the negative things instead of judging ourselves by all the righteous things. And am I living up to the righteousness of God of what he's called me to do? Am I living up to the standard in which Jesus Christ has set before me? Amen? And if you've never dreamed the dreams, or if you've never dreamed or imagined or thought how great it would be to be a blessing and to do stuff, then you haven't used your imagination in the right direction. Most people use their imagination in the wrong direction. Amen. It says that we're going to be judged by the, by the perfect law of liberty or the law that sets us free. It doesn't sound like a law that brings bondage, a law that's going to just hammer us. It's a law that sets us free. And we know that, you know, he said thy truth is, you know, his word is truth, and it's a word that sets us free, and especially sets us free from ourselves. Amen? So there's some things that we need to look at the word of God and say, hey, I need to see this. I need to say, how come this isn't happening? Do you ever wonder that, why some things don't happen as fast as they should? Or why some things don't happen, they don't happen the way you think they should, amen hallelujah everybody take a deep breath everything's good it's all good okay well what i want to do is i want to share today and uh greg's going to ask me as soon as i get down here what's your title i have no idea okay so you guys can can tell them that What it is? i love when you give them 10 titles it's really good anyways but you know there's a, in the old testament in job it says that in job 22 it says we're supposed to decree a thing and it'll be established in our lives well, what does it mean to decree a thing? It means we've got to say something. Yes, yes. You know, how I many of you know, you've got to agree with the word of God? You have to agree with the word of God in order to be born again. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your, you. have to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus can be saved. So that's how you receive salvation. Amen. That's how you do it. It's you, you believing something and you saying something. How I many you know to receive the benefits of salvation is the exact same way? You got to believe something and you got to say something. You gotta agree with it, you gotta decree it, you gotta say it. And so you gotta ask yourself, what am I believing for? What am I saying? Because you're only believing for what you're saying for. You can say, Well, I'm believing, 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 but are you saying? Does anybody else know it besides you? <coughs> y'all okay, y'all okay. It's a simple faith thing. You know? Second Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen says, but we having the same spirit of faith. According, as it is written, they believed, and therefore they spoke. We also believe, and therefore we speak. How many of you know you can't get saved without speaking? You can't receive anything without speaking? You can't drink from the Word of God without speaking? And you can't decree something, you can't say something, and it'll be established, hallelujah, and God will get light upon your path, Amen. You know, it's amazing that we want to come to God and talk to God and bring our our needs to God or we want to come to God and talk to him about things and yet we don't have a basis to stand on. We're not bringing any evidence. I mean, in, in uh, Isaiah forty three twenty five and 26 says this in, in the King James Version. He said, I even I am he that blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance of my word. Let us plead together. Declare thou, you declare, you declare thou that you may be justified. What it simply means is, is that, come on, you plead your case, I'll plead mine. Let's see who's right. Well, God's always going to be right. He is, but if you plead your case according to the word of God, that's what he's wanting you to do. He's wanting you to get scripture. How do you build a case? You build scriptures upon scripture so that you can build a case for God to to, to do what he wants to do in his word already. If we're going to get judged by this perfect law of liberty, I don't want to be, I I know we always look at the negative side of it, but see, I, I don't know about you, but I love Jesus with all of my heart. I'm not trying to sin, I'm not trying to mess up. I do a good job of it, but I'm not trying, okay? But you know, the the, the worst thing that I wanna do is get to heaven and him to show, you know, put up on the screen and show my life of saying, here's your life, this is what you got, but then all of a sudden, door number two, this is what you coulda had. (laughs) This is what shoulda been. I don't wanna see that. I want that. Which means I've got to find out what is God's life for me? What is God's path for me? What is God saying for me? What is he wanting to show me? And so if he's bringing the word of God to me, he brings his word because he wants to bring life to me. Amen? Now, 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 over in Isaiah 2, in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 through 20, says this. He said, now, come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they, be, they shall be white as snow. They, they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. If God said and things happen and we're created in his image and his likeness, we're supposed to say and things are supposed to happen. Amen? Yes. Now I made this statement and I've, I've actually made this statement. I made it, you know, I think last, last uh, week and I made this statement because I talked about this. It's not what we do for God that's gonna be the, the it's the greatest, most important thing. It's what God can do in us and what God can do through us. Because many people are, are looking on what their works to, to kind of balance things out. Can't do that. You work for God because you love him and because he's working in you and he's working through you. And I wrote this down again today. I'm so glad for what Christ has done for us. Thank God for salvation. I love that. But I'm also thrilled with what the Holy Spirit through the word does in me through his new birth and through the filling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And also what his word and what his love will do through me when I minister to others. And we've got to get thrilled about that. Thank God we've been saved. Thank God we've been filled. But guess what? We've been, we've been saved and filled so that we can cause a reality. We can cause something to change outside of us right here. Amen. That we can begin to allow God to use us, hallelujah, and allow God to work through us. But the big, big thing is letting God work in us. See, you've got to get it on the inside of you before you can ever begin to see it on the outside of you. Amen. We see things. You remember in, in Matthew chapter 16 there, and uh, in fact, let's go over to it. Let's go, let's go over to Matthew chapter 16. Go over to Matthew chapter 16. Hallelujah. Glory to God, I got six minutes. No, I got a little bit more than that, but we're good. Uh, I keep forgetting. I'm, I'm still back on our, our 10 o'clock time getting done by 11.30, but, so it's a little challenge. I always feel like I'm, I'm long-winded if we go a little longer, but I just got it 10 minutes ago, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> Matthew chapter 16. That's okay. I'm coming back. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we're not done yet. We, we just started. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 16. And uh, let's begin reading it verse 13. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he, said, he asked his disciples, saying to them, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, some say that you are John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, some say you're Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Then he said unto them, but who do you say, or whom do you say that I am? And of course, Simon Peter answered, and he said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered, and he said unto him, blessed art thou Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Amen? Amen. How many of you know it makes a great difference with what you believe? You know, you can go pretty far on secondhand revelation. You can go pretty far on secondhand teaching. But you go a whole lot farther and you stand a whole lot stronger when you know. I know. I know. I've tasted. I've seen. Remember the woman at the well? Jesus told her all those things. She ran back and told the people, and they all came out to hear. And then they said, hey, now we believe because we've heard for ourselves. There's a lot stronger when you get a revelation for yourself. But notice he said, who do you say that I am? Who is Jesus to you? What what is he to you? I mean, if he's just savior, praise God, thank God he needs to be savior. Is he healer? Is he provider? Is he deliverer? Now, we say this, but what happens when you're faced with that? (laughs) <laughs> do you say he's my healer and by his stripes I'm healed? When you're faced with a dilemma dilemma that looks at it and says, but my God shall supply all of my needs. Jesus is my provider. He's going to provide all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do you say that or do you side in with your circumstances? <laughs> See, because if we believe this, if he is this, who do we say is? This is what I'm speaking about this situation. Amen? Because we believe what the word of God says. I'm doing what the Bible says. I'm taking hold of what the word of God says, and this is what it is. Amen? You know, Jesus goes on to say in Matthew 18, and he makes a very powerful statement. Everybody wants to, they just really can't handle it. You know, people can't handle the really good scriptures in the Bible. When Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. That just wipes people out. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. It just doesn't mean anything. Because in Matthew 18, it says, whatever you bind on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, it'll be loosed in heaven. See, the Amplified Bible even got so tweaky about that. It says, well, it has to already be bound in heaven and it has to already be bound on earth in order for you to be able to do it. How many of you know in the third heaven, nothing needs to be bound? Okay, it's not even talking about that heaven. Talking about the heaven that's right above us, the, the enemy, hallelujah. That whatever you bind on earth is, you know, is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, it's talking about here, you just tell the devil, take his hands off of your stuff. Tell you Tell the devil that you can't stop this from happening. We take authority over you because we don't want responsibility. I don't know about you, I like responsibility. I'm so glad that my happiness is not found in your brain. And I'm so glad that I don't have to rely on you for all of my needs to be met. Aren't you glad that you don't have to rely on whether or not they're going to listen to God? To whether or not you're going to be able to do things? And see, and believe it or not, God's tied his blessings and his prosperity to people listening to God. But your faith has to be in God that he's going to find somebody who's going to listen. Are y'all okay? It's not too deep, is it? We're doing okay. I don't, I'm sorry. What God, I can't help what God said to preach to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> See, because here's, the, here's one of the biggest things, and, and, and it, you get so many people attacking you. When you start being positive and start speaking the word of God, and you actually start speaking it about the promises of God, and you start speaking it like you're going to receive it or you, that you are receiving it, people get really mad at you. Because then they start placing you over into this bunch over here. This, but, but you can't, you know, you've got to confess the word of God to receive the word of God, the promises of the word of God. It's not enough to believe it. You have to say something, and you have to believe it enough to say it, because then that's the way it comes to pass in your life. Amen? It's like, people so say, how do we reign in life? You reign in life by your words. You reign in life by your speaking. You reign in life by what you believe and what you speak. That's how you receive. Amen? I mean, I learned this a long time ago because I learned, you know, people were complaining about, well, you know, people were complaining about this, complaining and, uh, that, that things weren't happening, things weren't going. What are we doing? And, and when you get into a complaining mode, the Bible says, I, I was complaining and my soul was overwhelmed. And the Bible says that we are never, in the New Testament, says, do everything without complaining and griping. And so it tells us, flat tells us, stop it. Just stop it. Because you only get out of life what you believe God for, nothing less, nothing more. So, you got to believe God. So, you get mad at people because God's doing things. Why? Because you can see what they're saying and doing. You get mad because they're proclaiming, they're declaring, they're declaring a decree, they're declaring a the truth. They're saying, hey, I'm taking him as this. I'm taking him as my healer. I'm taking him as my provider. I'm taking him as my deliverer. Glory to God. I'm taking him as my protector. Hallelujah. You know, it's kind of like the little old lady that, uh, you know, when there was air raids going in, in World War II and in London, they, the side ones would run and everybody would run to this place and they'd all hide in this bomb shelter because bombs would be bombing. And then, uh, you know, it was going on all the time. And then all of a sudden, this little old lady didn't show up. She wasn't, and they thought, oh, no, she got blown up. Oh, she, you know, she's not here. So then, you know, a, a, a couple of, three or four, or five days went by, and then they saw her on the street. And they said, oh, you're alive. They were so still. Oh, man, you haven't been coming there. The sirens, been, you haven't been coming down. She said, oh. She said, I was reading in the Bible that, that God never sleeps or slumber. He never sleeps or slumber. God never, he's not ever, he's not ever not awake. I thought, no sense in me and, he, me and him both being awake. I decided I'd just stay home and sleep. Now, most people say, that's just crazy. That's just, a, that's just a senile old lady. No, that's a lady full of faith. Full of the life of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Who just said it? And I read that he doesn't ever go to sleep, so why should I? I don't know. I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm going to rest because he's, he's going to protect me. I just believe he's my protector. Amen. Now, how many of you believe the word of God so much that if Jesus appears to you and he says, I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna heal you today, that you would say, you don't have to come. All you gotta do is say the word and everybody in my house will be healed. No, you would say, come, come, come. <laughs> Yay. But the centurion in Matthew chapter eight, he's like, no, you don't have to come. All you gotta do is say it. All you gotta do is say it. He said, you've got authority over sickness. You've got authority over things. You've got authority in all those areas. You just do it. He said, you say it, and we got it. I'm, I'm I'm a man of authority. When I tell that person to go, he better go or he gets killed. He has to do it. When you say it, it has to happen. See, everybody believes Jesus had all authority, but then Jesus turned around in Matthew chapter 28 and said, All authority in heaven and in earth and under the earth is given to me and I give it to you. (laughs) The problem is we don't believe it enough to say it. It's like one person said, if faith, if you don't have enough faith to move your mouth, you ain't never gonna have enough faith to move your mountain. What are we saying? What are we building? What are we presenting? I mean, is there evidence in your life that you are believing, that you're exercising your faith, that you are actually alive and well, and that you actually lived on the earth? (laughs) Y'all okay this morning? I'm having a blast. You guys, if we could see your faces, you're just like, it's like I'm hitting you, smacking you really good here. I love you. I do. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) just remember we're going to get judged by the perfect law of liberty or the law that sets us free we're going to judge did we live up to the standards that God wanted us to live up were we the body of God were we the church that we're supposed to be listen we judge ourselves we're not going out here we're not blatantly trying to do things we're not trying to rob steal. you know I rob as many banks as I want to (laughs) I don't rob any why because I don't want to you know, I know it's wrong. You know, uh, here's the thing, too. Let me give you a real, just really hit and nail it here. I lie as much as I want to. Don't lie. You say, why? Because the Bible says all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. Amen? Hallelujah. See, so we've got we to gotta create some things here. We've gotta, and we've got to really, what's happened here? The thing that shut down the whole world was our words. We believe somebody else's word over God's word. We believe what somebody else said over what God said. We did. Just like somebody put a spell. Remember that little thing if you're here for, for in, in, in the Sunday school class or the School of the Bible, that was a great little TikTok that uh, Ryan sent to me. Because uh, the guy, he you know, said he found a book of spells. And he said he went in and he looked at it and he read it. He said, oh, it's really good. So I I bought it. I brought it. I'm going to read this book of spells, see how it affects you. And everybody got fidgety and got all nervous and got, oh, my gosh, what's he going to do? How's he going to handle this? And then he started. He said, said, before you get too crazy, I didn't buy a book of spells. And He said, but I read the word of God every day, and none of you even believe that it has an effect on you. But all of you got nervous because I said I had a book of spells, and you have more faith in the devil than you do in the word of God. So we have more faith in the newscasters than we do in the word of God, amen? We gotta have faith in the word of God. God has spoken this. This is truth, this is life-giving. God, wants Hallelujah, we need to do this, amen? amen? Glory to God, hallelujah. Go with me if you would over to uh, Psalms 67. Y'all doing okay? I'm gonna have to shorten this up here so you can, you can survive. Hallelujah. I, I, I love all of you. You know, I, I love you. I love you with all my heart, and I want to you know, do my best to share truths from the Word of God, but I want you to grab a hold of how awesome the Word of God is. Amen? So vitally important. It's vitally, vitally important. As you get a hold of this, man, it'll change your life. Hallelujah. really, really will. Because one word from God can set you free. One word from God can heal you. Amen? It can. You know, I loved it. at the turn of the century, there was a a lady by the name of Lillian B. Yeoman and her sister, and she got addicted. She was a doctor, and she got addicted to prescription things and stuff, and ended up, you know, losing her practice, but a lot of things... And getting really, really sick, and, and then she went before the Lord and, and she actually got saved and she got healed. So she opened up healing rooms, like what Dr. John G. Lake did, but actually she'd healed And she'd have people come in that were were uh, uh, terminal cases, they were given up to die, and all they did, all they did was read the Bible to them, and, or then they give if they could be awake and they could do it, they just let them read the Bible. That's all. They didn't do anything else, just read the Bible. Just read the Bible. He said, you know, it's amazing that, you know, day after day, we'd have people all of a sudden just jump up and get all excited and get totally healed, come running down, who were bed fast, who were invalids, and they'd say, hey, guess what I just read? See, because if it's not working in you, you just need to get more word in you. You just don't know enough yet. And you don't believe it enough yet. You really don't believe it. Now, look at this says here. This is such a cool, cool psalm. Highlight. It's a really cool psalm, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of cool psalms, right? But it's a really cool psalm, which is Psalm 67, and I'm going to read it to you out of, out of the New Living Translation, just because I like it a little bit better. And uh, but we're going to get down to verses. It's only got seven verses, so it's not really long, that long. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'll read it to you out of the King James, and then I'll just say some things. We'll do something different. So, God be merciful unto us and bless us. <clears throat> And I'll make sure I get it all down there. I put on my teeters here. And cause his face to shine upon us. That the, thy way may be known upon the earth. Thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah, which means stop and think about what you did. Now, verses five, six, and seven is what I want to get to. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. You know, the Bible says that if we'll praise and we'll worship God, we'll magnify the Lord, God is going to cause increase in our life from the earth. Then shall the earth yield or increase, which means God's going to cause blessings to you. Amen? Amen. Now, go with me if you over to Psalms 145. Psalms 145. Because people always ask me all the time, well, you know, Pastor, you teach on confession or you teach on this or you share the word you're supposed to be saying. What, what am I supposed to say? You're supposed to say what you believe in your heart. I can give you a whole list of things, but if you don't say and you don't believe it in your heart, it's just going to be words. Amen? It's not, it's not going to be a benefit of it. It's, it's not going to bless you. It blesses me because it's something God gave to me. But if God didn't give it to you, It'll be a blessing, but you've got to get something that God gives to you. And if I ask you a question right now, you know, that there's got to be a scripture that you, that's one of your favorite, or it's, your, it's one that you'd use when, it come, when tests and trials come. I mean, you got to, everybody, if you don't have one, you need to get one. Okay? You need to get one, okay? You need to have scriptures that just that, you know. I mean, you know, my wife will tell you there's there's certain things that take place the minute that something happens. She knows that those scriptures are going to come out of my mouth. Now it sounds like I'm coming against or doing. I'm not coming against her. I'm not. Com- I am coming against the enemy. I'm going to get my faith in the mix. I get my faith in the mix big because I want to mess up with the stronghold the devil's trying to put You know, if you mix up, if you get your faith in the mix of the motor, when he's trying to build, it doesn't work. You got some flaws in there. Hallelujah. You got something that, how do you're stopping him from building that stronghold or building that thought process in your life? So I get, my, I get the scripture. I just, yeah, oh, I know that's what the word of God says. I believe this. I believe this. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I just take hold of it here. But Psalms 145, the whole chapter is so good. The whole chapter is so good. But the very first verse, he he said this, you know, and the King James says, I will extol thee, O oh, my king and or my God and my king, I will bless thy name forever. The New Living says, I will exalt you, my God and King. I will praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. How do you know God's worthy of praise? And if we could just get you, forget about you confessing for things or confessing about, if we could just get you to praise God every day, if you just took five minutes, you think, oh, I could do five minutes, try, test yourself, see if you can do it for five minutes. Five minutes is is, is an eternity if you've never done it. Because if I said, okay, we're gonna pray in the Holy Ghost for five minutes, it would terrify many of you. Because waiting for how long that five minutes is gonna be up, Oh, have you ever sat still for five minutes? I was a little kid, I got in trouble a lot. know, I, 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 I didn't get in trouble because I was, you know being mean or anything. I got in trouble because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. And I got in trouble because I could do my work too fast. So I had to stand in the corner a lot, and I had to write paragraphs a lot, saying I, I wouldn't talk. You know, so I did, I did, all the way up, you know. And uh, obviously, God was training me for what I'm doing now. But (laughs) the the key was, it was was one of those situations, you know. But listen, if you'll just, now here's the thing. It's not, because you can't do that for five minutes without it affecting your life. Your life, your life. You You know, you told me about your friend who just worked out, you know, all day long, five minutes. He take five minutes here, five minutes there, and he's in incredible shape. And the Lord just, you know, when you said it to me, he reminded me, and I was studying about all this. I thought, man, if we just get people to do five minutes, just five minutes. When you get five minutes, just take a five minute break. Take a five minute seal on. Just say, I'm, I'm gonna set a timer for children, and I'm just gonna worship God. i praise Him. Why? Because I want some increase from the earth. I want some increase. How do I got some things I gotta get from heaven? I've gotta grab a hold of this. How and God is worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let me just read this to you real quickly here. He says this, you know, going down through, and I'm going to jump around, so you're not going to be able to keep up with it because I'm going to just jump around all the ones I have highlighted through here on, on Psalms 145. He said this, <clears throat> he said, No one can measure his greatness. He said, Let every generation tell its children of your mighty acts. And then he said, Let them proclaim your power. Your awe inspiring deeds are on every tongue. I mean, is God is, is His all-inspiring deeds on all of our tongues? Hallelujah! We're proclaiming His greatness and His goodness and all that He's doing. Glory to God! He's merciful. He's compassionate. He's good to everyone. He showers compassion upon all of us. Amen. Hallelujah! Glory to God! We tell and declare His mighty deeds and His majestic majesty and His glory and of His reign. Amen. Hallelujah! We thank God. Hallelujah. He hears our cries for help and He rescues us. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise the Lord. We bless him. We magnify his name. Amen? See, sometimes we have a tendency to look at things, and we put down a lot of stuff because we think, well, that's just words. It is just words unless you believe them. I have a confession that I've done for the last 40-some-odd years of my life, and I don't do it all you know, all the time, but uh, uh, I, I endeavor to... Uh, uh, try to do it, I remind myself of it, I've got it memorized in my head, but I found it again, and when I say I found it again, I just, you know, things that I looked at and stuff, and I love it, and I'm gonna share with you what I, I did, and I used to do this every single day, it used to be something I did when I started my day, now I just worship God and magnify the Lord and talk to Him a little differently, but uh, I did this because I had to remind myself of some things, because how many you know the enemy's always trying to bombard you, <laughs> Amen. And uh, I had to continually remind myself that God's greater than the enemy. So, here's, this, is what I, this is my daily confession. The devil is not bigger than God. Circumstances are not bigger than God. Disease is not bigger than God. My father is greater than all, and he is my father, and he lives in me. He'll put me over, he'll make me a success. I'm not afraid of anything. The greater one is in me. He's greater than tests and trials. He's greater than any power I face. He's greater than any force that could come against me. I expect him in every crisis of life to rise up within me. I expect him to give illumination to my mind. I expect him to give direction unto my spirit. I expect him to give strength to my body. Hallelujah. He lives in me. The greater one lives in me. I cannot be defeated. My faith is in him. My confidence. Confidence is in him. I am strong in his power. Praise the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And when you get down there, you're ready to go out and just stomp on the devil. You're just ready to go. You're just looking for him because that's life to me. That's something I wrote down many, 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 many years ago, and it became life to me because I knew I needed to have that. And I have to remind myself, put myself in remembrance of the Word of God, had to put myself in remembrance of what His Word says. And we need to put ourselves in remembrance of what His Word says. And we need to be able to declare. And we need to be able to decree. and We need to be able to say, this is what God said. And we all need to have a declaration of what we believe. Amen. You need to that, and you need to build the case, get scriptures, get things that, that, are, that minister to you, that, 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 you know, as we humorously say, get those things that crank your tractor. Get those things that register on your heart. You know what I mean by that? Get those things that, that are exciting. To, when you say that, it just stirs your heart. Hallelujah. And if you don't have that scripture, you need to find one. Amen? Amen. We need to stir up the gift of God within us. Stir it up. Stir it up. And the only way I know to stir it up is by saying. Start saying what God is doing. Start praising God for who he is. Start praising God for what he's doing. Start thanking God. You know, we're November's a a, a thankful month. It's all about thanksgiving. I'm so thankful, so thankful. Amen? And we need to be thankful. We need to be grateful. We as Christians need to be the most thankful people in all the world. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your grace, your mercy. Father, I just trust. I just shared my heart this morning, shared those truths, what you begin to share with our heart to do. Thank you for the word of God. It has free course. The scriptures, they bring life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, they bring life. And Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for John 3, 16 that says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Father, we thank you that we can believe in Jesus and we've all, that are here, we've received Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And if there's people that are here that haven't, Father, my heart's cry is that they do because that's the beginning. When we make Jesus, when we receive him as our Lord and Savior, we have to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved. Hallelujah. And Lord, thank you for touching lives. As our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed, if there's anyone here under the sound of my voice and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, hallelujah, and you need to, and you want to, then I want to I lead you in a prayer. Because it's the prayer. It's believing in your heart and it's declaring the Lord, and it's accepting Him and it's acknowledging Him, and you get born again. Amen? And so if you're here and you'd say, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life, just raise your hand real high. Or if you're here and say, I want to come back to God. I've messed my life. I want to come back. I want to come home. Hallelujah. Man, there's things for that. And if you're watching and you watch this and you look at this and you know something, listen, it's very easy. It's just believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. Oh, he says, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. And I want you to be my Lord and Savior and I take you as my Lord and Savior and I declare that Jesus, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, you've forgiven me. Hallelujah. Cleanse me. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, Lord, I pray for the saints. I pray for everybody here. Father, all of us can increase in our declaration. All of us can increase in speaking your word over our lives and over our situations. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your amazing grace. Father, thank you for these amazing folks that are here. They're so precious, so wonderful. I just thank you. I thank you, Father. It's such a joy to pastor them and to love them. Lord, thank you for you directing their steps as they go from this place. They go out into ministry. They go out into the world to be a light shining out there to touch lives that are out there. Oh, Father, thank you for that. Thank you for it. And Lord, we give you honor. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And one little announcement here, too, is that, you know, Tuesday we, we vote. Hopefully all of you are registered. All of you are voting. Listen, one of the number one things, just make sure you vote no on the no, proposition number one because it's totally a terrible, 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 terrible thing that they're trying to do. It basically says you can kill babies at any time, and that's not cool. So it's wrong very, very, very wrong. We don't need to live in a state that wants to do that, okay? So we're gonna do our best. And then, I mean, all the other ones, hey, they're crazy too, but that's just up to you. (laughs) Anyway, so hallelujah. Let's all stand up. Our prayer team's gonna come forward. Hallelujah. I love you. God loves you. Be blessed. Amen.